0: Video check. Next to Artist is on A-Rig. Artist is on the way to the stage. Lighting, the Artist is repressing. We go door.
1: Behind every great Artist great stage,
0: great sound, and
1: great visuals, is a crew of men and women making it happen. Hear their stories. All right, what up, everybody? I'm Rocky.
2: This
3: is Brenda.
1: And this is Kirby. Oh, and you tuned in to times It's ah, been a minute. It's been a minute.
3: I know. Welcome back into the studio. Yeah, I Kirk. just got off
1: fucking tour, you know? Yeah. <laughs> had a one off show out in Orlando. Wasn't here for the last one. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the swampy weather. Swampy, swamp, swamp.
2: You had that crazy rain.
1: That was dope. Oh, yeah. It was was it? Yeah. I mean, I was out there in shorts. It was fucking pouring. Palm trees are like totally left. And you're just sitting there like, come on, just take off. Come on, pull it off the fucking ground. And then that shit did not come off the ground. <laughs> but It was dope. I mean, it was nice and warm and swampy. and.
3: But... Very was that Florida. your first
1: time working at that venue? Yeah. Yeah. First and probably last. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I want to go back out there.
3: Did it once, it was good,
1: yeah. It's a great show. I mean, the great lineup, all dubstep, drum, and bass, you know. But I mean, yeah, back to back shows like that is hard, yeah. Yeah, it is. When I
3: heard you were leaving, I was like, Really? All right,
1: yeah. I was like, Oh, but all right, I mean, I knocked it out, it was cool. Missed you guys, I know. I know. We
2: had uh, J Rock as guest host, thank Uh, you.
1: You know what what I liked is that. Where I was at, it was dark, and I FaceTimed you guys, and it was bright as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it was. All- I do love that.
2: <laughs> That's great.
1: But yeah, today we got a special uh, guest, just like every other guest that we have. Yeah. <laughs> Episode <laughs> 30? Special? Yeah. 30. No, 31. Sorry. 31. Episode 31. 31. Yeah. And uh, this guy's very humble. Every time I see him at a show, uh, the first time I met him, uh, he came up to me. Artist liaison. You know, introduced himself and we hit it off because he brought me food i was just gonna say <laughs> anybody bring you food <laughs> yeah, yeah. The weight That's on my heart right. my tummy <laughs> yeah you know so uh i just want to introduce mark
4: what up mark Welcome how are, are you what up y'all mark lisa how's nah. it going appreciate you guys having me okay, thank yeah, you for brother. being oh, here I've been trying yeah. to do this for a minute now i know yeah, yeah we've been Schedules trying i've not been lining up <laughs> no it's not at, at all it was
1: new year's we were talking right
4: yeah i think before that too yeah and then last week so yeah here now yeah a little mishap but we're good
3: we're good we're back yeah i'm actually glad
1: i'm actually glad it didn't happen so i could so so now you're here i mean i didn't want to throw shade on it but (laughs) i mean i'm actually i was like oh man i'm gonna miss two podcasts and it's like mark i was like mark's gonna be on it and then i was like fuck and that's you know i kind of felt bad because i was bugging them all the time like hey dude what's up what's up what's up and then finally it's like
3: and then you're not even gonna be there and my fucking <laughs> schedule's like oh hey,
1: you're going to orlando
4: everything happens for a reason right yeah. yeah timing worked out i wasn't feeling too great last week due to too many shows all at once so all right so um, you're even good. better yeah yeah i feel good went to the gym
3: nice, nice. Gyms pom- burger. You know, got a little oh, pump on shit.
4: did some laundry you know which is difficult <laughs> when we're doing what we do oh yeah true
2: yeah it's the little thing sometimes so explain yeah. what you do in the industry i know you have
4: a lot of different titles wear many hats when, yeah wear many hats yeah many hats too many hats starting to take some hats off but uh you know the main focus is my production company and site productions um, you know we're doing experiential design stage design uh, cad design we fabricate we're doing cnc work we just bought a large-scale printer you know all the different things, so we can essentially build out any experience for anybody.
0: That's experience dope.
3: design. Yeah.
4: Outside of that, we have Aftertrax, which is our big warehouse party brand. That's kind of how Insight started, is we were doing the warehouse parties, and somebody eventually at Insomniac was like, "Hey, this is cool. Can you do this job?" And I said, "Sure, sure. probably." Yeah. Yeah. Went for it. I could it. do anything. Yeah. Yeah. We ended up doing a Passport Lounge 2019, one of their first ones. So. It was pretty big, and that was at Hard Summer, which was tight, so that started Insight, pretty much getting that ball rolling, and then we have Camp Trip, which we've been doing for a long time, which are desert parties, and then we just started a locker company as well, so we rent out uh, vent lockers yeah uh, oh, music festivals. Yeah. Nice. So, got a lot of different things, starting to take some of those hats off so I can focus on the business admin versus uh, being in the trenches, that's one of my big learning experiences this year is uh if i'm in that trench i can't see what's above me so
3: oh that's you know. true but it, yeah, but you have the to look at trench to sometimes
1: to know how it's running <laughs>
4: yeah.
3: right which you start off in the trench
4: yeah worked out for many many years but now we're you know growing exponentially which is great so you know i'm realizing if i am not overseeing the whole project i'm, I'm gonna fuck something up yeah. yeah try not to do that you know just growing uh scaling is pretty much the uh big experience of this year
1: so that's a hint they're hiring yeah <laughs> all you motherfuckers out there they're
4: looking for a job they're hiring yeah yeah we pretty much are do where where, is you, where are you guys located we're in city of industry oh, okay so you're close by yeah not too far uh we picked the location uh just after covid started opening you know their uh restrictions and uh it was the perfect spot because we were able to travel 30 minutes to LA, 30 minutes to San Bernardino, and 30 minutes to Orange County. So pretty central to everything, you know, which is, you know, a good spot for yeah. us. Yeah. So it's myself, my business partner, Dominic, who does most of the fabrication and actual, uh, you know, work in the shop. And then uh, I have another partner who's in Las Vegas. So,
3: you know. And then you said you do CAD. So somebody can come with you, come come to you with an idea, Yeah. and then you guys will put it on paper and then create it
4: yeah yeah exactly so Uh i do a lot of the uh cad design for stages myself oh really yeah i self-taught myself on youtube it was a full month of uh pandemic time right yeah just slapping myself in the head a lot trying to get it done but you know just like doing music just sitting there nerding out eventually start to get excited about the little tech things so
3: and it's i know a very tiny, tiny bit about CAD, but it's those little things that you learn and then it kind of clicks. But if you don't continue to do it and practice and learn, like just continue, you'll lose it because I lost it.
4: Yeah, exactly. I mean, I've been on Ableton for over 10 years and I want to say I've only actually used it for two, Yeah. (laughs) you know, and that is mostly recently, but it's just like I go back to it and then my brain just forgets everything. And I'm just like, wait, how do I do this? And That was the big thing with Vector Works and all that is.
3: So you make music?
4: Yeah, yeah. I produce as well. Mm -hmm. So I perform. He's all around. Yeah, Yeah. I got to play Coachella last year, which was great. On the no way! I remember that. Yeah, we did this year. You played last year, and then I've done. That's right. It was last year. Yeah, yeah. EDC quite a few times. Um, A lot of you know, basically every Insomniac festival I have played at, and all the warehouse parties locally around LA, and traveled international some.
3: Oh my God! Wow. Yeah. All right.
4: So that's why I have to like separate myself from certain things.
3: So you still play, obviously, yeah. if you played last year.
4: Yeah, I just played on Saturday after day trip oh. or Sunday. Actually, we did a warehouse party uh, okay. as an after. So it's called Do You Afters with the Brandon in Long Beach called Secret Service. Nice. I heard about that. I think one of their guys played on my stage, I think. Yeah. 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 It's Sal and his uh, wife. Yeah. 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 Perform, which yeah. they go by Freaky Dookie. Okay. So they run that brand. Uh, we partner with them every year since they're Long Beach locals. And it kind of helps both sides. Just takes a little bit off of each other plates.
3: But you definitely have your hand in everything.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Not only do you create, you also... is that, I'm assuming that's how you got started. Is You were a DJ. Yep. And then you kind of... So how did you get started?
4: Uh, well, I started DJing when I was younger. My brother got me into it. And when I was doing that, I was actually kind of like a roadie for him. um you know, doing like small little private events where he was working and he already had been DJing for a while, but we were starting to like try to do a company Okay. and it kind of worked, kind of did not at that time. You know, it was just a time and a place. And then uh, we kind of backed off of it, started with Insomniac as a volunteer, Uh worked my way up, did all these things. Did you do ground control? Uh, I was a night owl. So I actually just. What's that? Yeah. It was uh, around the same exact time that ground control started. So it was just information boots. Um, oh, okay. Walking around with the cast department, you know, the uh, characters that okay. are in costume.
3: Make sure um, that they're okay. They get to where they, A to B. and Yeah, exactly. Gets with.
4: That was okay. my first time being behind the guardrail. Thought it was super cool. I remember <laughs> with my BlackBerry phone taking a video.
3: BlackBerry. <laughs> yeah, BlackBerry. Black-
4: damn. Black- <laughs> <laughs> <It's> <laughs> not even a sidekick, bro. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I sent the video over. It's just... <laughs> All grainy. Yeah, oh, yeah. Terrible. Terrible quality. So. Yeah, I just kind of made my way up. Uh, At first, it was strategic to try to get myself to play the festivals. And then I started the company. And then now the company is the company. So Uh that's my bread and butter.
3: Okay, so you're like, I'm going to get a job with Insomniac so they can hire me to play.
4: Yeah, kind of. And then... Change
3: paths. Yeah, exactly. You went went from like, I'm just going to play to like, we started a career.
4: Well, the funny story is the volunteer job, I didn't want to do. And my old roommate actually... Uh, made a resume for me. I told her the only way I would do it is if she did it for me because I didn't really want to work for free. Ah. and uh, she made a resume, forged my signature, sent it over. I got hired. I did the show, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much history Uh, from there.
3: See, because you have her to thank.
4: Yeah, yeah, most definitely. (laughs) Yeah, she actually played your stage this weekend too uh alex elena i taught her at to oh dj God, at that we time alex oh, elena. Yeah, yeah i was i taught I, you her know what? DJ. i was just thinking that i think she posted a video
2: this was maybe a year ago or something where she was like it was a picture of you or she was playing at, at your house or somewhere yeah and you taught her on vinyl and she was like yep. giving
4: you props
0: really yeah, yeah she
4: used to live with me and well not with me but we yeah ended up living together in west covina And uh, she was kind of that annoying friend that was just always on my techniques when I got home.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I I taught
4: her once or twice, and she kept doing it. And I'm like, all right, and she... I was kind of jealous because she was a dancer, so she got it quick.
3: Yeah, she knows yeah, You got to
1: get your own equipment, homegirl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You
3: not play decks, on mine. Don't she play. did. She did. <laughs> she bought her
4: uh, CDJs, and she's been killing it since. I know. Yeah, she's blowing up huge <laughs> yeah. right now. Good for her. Yeah, she, she
3: did a mix for us already. Yeah, oh, she right did. Here? Yeah.
4: Oh, that's, that's awesome. awesome. To yeah. Alexandra Alexa. Yeah.
3: yeah. Elena. Sorry.
2: Yeah,
1: she was like our second, third. No. little. Yeah,
2: it was a little. Yeah. I don't know. is like fourth.
1: This is a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah, thirty-one episodes later, can you guys? I can't even. That's crazy. It's crazy.
1: The trip a... will be forty in a few
4: weeks. Watch, I how know. many years? Just, Just one. one. Our first year, really? Yeah. Thirty-one. I mean you've been consistent. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. only
2: missed one week for some weird reason.
1: Uh, we had changed. Uh, we decided to pivot to Tuesdays. That's remember? right,
2: because we were doing Fridays. I yeah.
1: think because mm-hmm. people it. don't to listen to shit on Fridays. No, yeah.
2: Yeah. no, they I'm don't. Party. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're going out. <laughs> Thanks, Maria. you gave us the uh, the tip today.
3: Yes, do that. thank you, Maria yeah where right he is his wife yeah
2: got it yeah. copy that um, but so yeah uh you were teaching her how to dj and then
3: she she ha- made you volunteer yep correct and then you yeah. like so so you were there you obviously did, did a good job because they liked you they yeah. had you did you get hired from insomniac right away
4: uh two shows later yeah okay. they brought me out to new york which was cool oh no way yeah doing
3: um, the same thing the night owl thing
4: no they actually hired me as staff as a uh what was it uh just guest services okay but they didn't pay for my flight uh I was complaining about it to a friend at a gym at my gym and he was like if I give you 500 bucks to buy your flight right now would you go I said yeah he was like all right buy the ticket in front of me he gave me the money he was like pay me back whenever oh you know so definitely I'm here thanks to a lot of different people it's just not one or one yeah. type of person it's Bunch of friends, oh, that's people amazing. I work with, you know, all of us doing what we do together.
1: They're investing in you.
4: Yeah. Yeah. So when you are the next Pasquale, bro, they're going to hit you <laughs> up on that.
2: They're really, Remember
1: that 500
2: bucks? I need oh, that he,
4: guest list. How many? No, he gets guest list at every show. <laughs> nice. <laughs> He'll text me. So what shows can I get guest list
1: <laughs>
3: How many but, do you need?
1: <laughs> care, careful with that, bro. Because uh, on the last episode, what was it, like 300? 300 guests? Yeah,
4: I Probably. think so. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I was listening. 300. <laughs> yeah.
4: He's uh, he's he's my sugar daddy to this day. So sorry I, I got him. <laughs> that's great. Oh, that's so yeah.
3: crazy. Okay, so they hired you on. How did you make the move from like I'm going to now like create my own company?
4: Well, that was kind of a fluke, but I always uh kind of flaunted that I did certain things. Okay. And there was definitely a gatekeeper or two in the beginning that wouldn't let me uh change lanes and then uh I think yeah.
2: there's always that one person that...
4: Yeah. I mean, I love her to death. She gave me my first job, but, you know. But I think
1: it's because you do such a great job that it's hard to some, find someone else for it.
4: Yeah, yeah. I mean, even... Ah, valid.
1: It yeah. just sucks because, I mean, it, it happens everywhere, bro. Oh,
4: I mean, even my bus- one of my business partners for The Lockers currently, um, I was one of his directors at festivals, and I had to, you know, forfeit the show because... That's when I took on the uh, passport job. And I was like, this is a big experience. I'm going to do this thing. He's like, all right, you know, I have to fire you though, because you uh, have been inconsistent because you're doing your own thing. He was like, it's out of love. Do what you do. He was like, but I can't have you work for me anymore because I, I can't trust that you're going to be there. Yeah. I mean, he's one of my partners now. I mean, we just had to uh, cycle out and take the next step. So he didn't necessarily gatekeep me, he just, uh, Knew that I couldn't do it with his company anymore. So you set it free and it will succeed. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's
3: exactly what he did. He's like, yeah. you do what you do, but I gotta, I gotta, yeah, I gotta the go this and way. Better yeah, yeah. I gotta no, but
2: th- then they come back, you know? Yeah.
3: Yeah. Exactly.
4: No, that's what happened. You know, I brought on other partners to help with that. You know, we're killing it with that company. We're doing pretty good. It's our first year. So you it's know.
3: crazy because there's so many moving parts. We talk about this all the time, but there are, again, you do lockers like that's just one very small thing that is at a festival that i think i take gra- for granted yeah little things like that oh we don't sure. really think about no
4: it's a big thing and you know, then it's, it's necessary huge.
3: it's super necessary yeah and so where do you uh, the locker thing is new right yeah that's so new what uh festivals have you been in um
4: I don't know off the top of my head. I couldn't say. I do too many shows. Yeah. Did you do Day Trip, The Lockers? No, no. That's another company. Oh, we don't okay. We don't touch Live Nation, you know, out of uh, respect, you know. Okay. So uh, we do our own smaller. Know, smaller events and okay. stuff. We're just growing, going through the growing pains. We have kind of learned pretty quickly. Uh, we definitely have the experience, you know. Uh, my partner, Austin, actually from... He comes from uh, Accessible Festivals uh, 1050. He's the one that used to hire me. He works at Insomniac and uh, basically runs the country for ADA compliance and a lot of guest services outside of that. Oh,
3: goodness gracious. That sounds... You know,
4: we have the experience together and, you know, we were able to kind of... I have more of the production background. He has the more front end. Okay. You know, so it just worked out.
3: Well, it's awesome. Yeah. Okay. So you said earlier something about creating experiences. That... For, like day trip, I don't know. if I know you said you did something for day trip. To me, day trip definitely has that, and I guess all Insomniac events they all do have that immersive experience for everything. What is like the coolest experience that you've got? You've gotten to create.
4: I don't know. Uh, I think the Passport Lounges. You okay. know, when I was first starting, was really cool. That's kind of what really hyped me up. What is the
1: Passport Lounge?
4: Uh, it's a members only lounge that Insomniac does. So members only how do you Oh yeah
1: that was like a special email like if you were a consistent buyer yeah you got access
4: oh to like, it's like,
1: I didn't Wonka, even know that. like Willy Wonka's fucking golden ticket right
4: so I mean, is it like hidden no yeah, kind it of was, it's not necessarily hidden it's just not accessible to anybody it was a luck, you know like a, not even not even the artists can access that area uh it's literally or staff uh it's primarily the people who were accepted in there and obviously the workers that work in there yeah, it well, was like dude, I didn't was, even know about that. So
3: it is a lounge in an Insomniac event. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah.
1: Okay. It's like a like members a only. Yeah, like it's a like, members only. Like a club 33 within the fucking right, race.
4: right, exactly. So we'd go in there and just create some. We we would get like the colors of the festival. We would get the vibe of what the brand is trying to do this year. Okay. And you know we'd come up with the design. You know, obviously not just me; it's a whole team. But yeah. you know we'd come up with the whole experience and try to figure it out and we go back and forth eventually we start building it fabricating it and bringing it to life so I mean, you
3: create i'm sorry you, no no go you, ahead you come up you and your team come up with something you propose it to them and they're like okay tweak this we don't like this we don't like that yeah. and then yeah yeah oh that's crazy yeah. how long does that take
4: uh it depends ideally we'll have three months sometimes we don't get that <laughs> sometimes it's a week yeah. did you do it at edc uh not this year i don't do it anymore Oh. uh the more updated i would say cooler experiences that have been able to bring to life is you know we just did amelie lens with factory 93 okay what, what's um, that uh it was a techno show you know got to design oh. the stage with that my whole team got to do everything from you know i designed it we had it engineered you know all the back end work and then uh we went in built the stage put it together brought the lights up hired the lds the vj you know the whole the whole show and Made it happen, so that was cool. You know, yeah. we did La La Land last year, but that one I just designed. Um, you guys were there, right? The La La Land, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I designed that one last year, um, and then yeah, I don't so know. So,
3: but when you mean you designed it, are you talking just the stage or like yeah, the, the whole stage thing? design,
4: okay. not the whole thing? Oh, yeah. okay. At, like the passport lounge is cool because it's the whole thing. Yeah, you know, and that's why there's no one thing I can put my finger on that is like the greatest experience i've got to create cuz there's love for each part of it you know yeah. as a dj i like producing a stage cuz i see myself or i can envision like the artists you know like green velvet i've worked with them a handful of time and you know he is a, an eccentric dude and yes. he's fun he, he likes the like party and he's the just the
3: coolest guy he ever is.
4: he's my one of my favorites and i want to
3: he's so chill
4: i want to perform that design with his vibe in mind yeah. you know what i mean and the same thing with Amelie Lens with the techno show or even We've been doing a lot of stuff with Lot 613 or uh, Palladium and, you know, all the local venues. So it's just who's the artist? You know, I look into them and I try to figure out how I
3: can bring them. And you to probably life. do a great job because like you that. are a DJ. So you can, OK, this is what a DJ would need. Or obviously you can go on the other side and this is what I want my DJ to look like.
1: Yep. Yep.
3: so awesome
1: this is what
4: i want to look like this is what yeah. i want to
3: look like if i'm on stage right. or, or or this is what i want green velvet to look like when he's on stage
4: yep so it's fun i enjoy it i think that's why i was able to get vector works which people go to school for that stuff for years yeah and um, that's the lighting right uh it's the design it's cat program, program. Oh, cat. Cat program. Ah. computer automated design for those that don't know but yeah it's like you know not easy
3: but, yeah, you know at all i don't think any of that either it's <laughs> crazy
4: but it's all programming at the end of the day you know the same way you would program like i said on ableton or on this to clean up the music on the back end or the vocals or you engineering a stage or running back line it's just understanding the technical like a to b ha- have,
3: have you ever uh come into like where you design a stage on paper and then you go to actually create it on site and like something goes like wrong you're two feet too big or something along those lines
4: yeah I mean you know Amelie Lenz was one of those where we were kind of sticking out a little bit too much and you know the producer wasn't too stoked but he was also like all right whatever you know we are where we're at you know but I mean not something where people are getting mad it's just you know sometimes the venues are kind of Sitting at a weird angle, which, yeah. you know, we can't control and, you know, we can move it, but sometimes it's just like, it doesn't, it's not completely necessary.
3: Do you get to walk on site and see the venue beforehand and then?
4: Yeah, usually. Yeah.
3: Tweak things and, oh, there's a rafter there that we didn't know about. Yeah. I bet that happens a lot.
4: Yeah, most definitely. Well, that's kind of why I switched from SketchUp to Vectorworks because initially I was using SketchUp, which oh. is more like design friendly okay you know and you get a better view of the design uh but since uh what is it since vector works as cat it's true to the exact size of everything so Uh, we would use sketchup and my one of my guys that worked with me that helped me in the beginning uh was on sketchup and you know something would be off by a foot and then there's a pole in our way yeah you know or the height of the building because the building's so old specifically the NAS event center comes down you know by inches and now a nine foot wall that was perfect has to be cut in the most weird way ever just to try to make it it slopes yeah exactly so annoying little things things that set you back but you know that's the fun part is working through it yeah you know half office half being on site
2: that's what i love like when you go to a show and there's i I don't want to talk about what show it was or where or how it happened but uh there was an incident at a show where Something really bad happened on main stage, and everybody rounded up together to like fix the problem before doors.
4: Open. Yeah, but,
2: and and that's the kind of things that I think everybody does and runs into.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: I should yeah, nothing's perfect.
4: I remember a funny experience was uh, EDC Orlando. We put up the letters vertically uh, on this like pole, but there's a palm tree up, and one of the leaves was perfectly covering the P. So everybody's driving by honking, screaming that that said Assport Lounge. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like five minutes before doors. I run to grab a scissor lift, and I felt like like a, like a parody because I'm trying to get there as quick as possible, and the scissor lift only goes five miles an hour. And do- yeah. doors are <laughs> <I'm> rushing. <laughs> and I'm rushing it. I'm like pushing it. <laughs> It's like the best. No, 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 no. No, 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 no.
1: And he's over there, like, and
4: I'm just like, zzz, zzz, just barely moving. It was a joke, but, oh. you know, we went up there with the Saul and just cut it down real quick, made it work.
3: Oh, you know? that's funny. Yeah. Asport lounge. <laughs> I hope there's a picture of that somewhere. No, I'm pretty
2: sure there is. Yeah, there has to be. Oh, that's fucking clown.
3: That's... <laughs> uh, so, uh. So, where do, Which do you prefer, like a club setting or a festival setting?
1: Warehouse setting.
3: Or a uh, warehouse setting. I personally, yeah, I like the warehouses. Yeah. I have to add that you to know? warehouse setting.
4: Yeah. I just feel like uh, the venue isn't so annoying about keeping it any specific way. I can kind of get away with a little more. And I feel like because it's so dark in there, you know, the absence of light allows you to move the room in so many different ways you
3: know the absence of light yeah. i like that yeah not the darkness the absence of yeah. light <laughs> you yeah, yeah. <laughs> see you've been doing this a long time
4: yeah i've learned you know <laughs> i remember the first Shout out he to told youtube me. <laughs> first
3: time he <laughs> told
1: me about like his show and i was like i was like oh shit you throw shows and then he showed me like you know pictures on his phone and i was like oh shit this was thrown on like full shows like and I'm over here thinking like, oh, you're just throwing a little party, you know? No, you're yeah. throwing
2: fucking big <laughs> shit. I was
1: throwing big shows and I'm like, oh shit, like, what yeah. are you doing here?
2: <laughs> I didn't realize you were after tracks. Yeah, yeah. I didn't real like, because I think we had worked a few shows together and mm-hmm. I think you were an artist
4: liaison when I worked with you. Yeah. And that was part of my movements in the industry to get to where I needed to be. Yeah, That's awesome. You know?
3: And then also you learn so much.
4: Oh, yeah, for sure. And I got to work with the right people, got to hear how meticulous certain people are for like specific reasons. And, you know, most of the time in their positive ways, it comes off as annoying as like an outside person. But when you know why they want to do that, it makes sense. You're like, okay, cool. So I get both sides as the client and the vendor, you know, because I've dealt with both Both. sides. Yeah. So I get to go in there with a level head, you know, usually, and uh, try to make it, as best as possible i try to over deliver so
3: yeah and when you when you have been in somebody else's shoes you're like i know what they're dealing with i know what to deal with i know how to fix and we can all work together because i've already dealt with that or i've already been a part of that yeah that's good
4: and i got comfortable too you know like when i was working with ada you know unfortunately it's not something people want to spend too much money on and I had to learn how to work with uh, the p- show producers all over the country. I was doing like 40 shows a year, just, just show to show to show around the country. And I'm showing up after everything's built. So whenever I made that request, people, you know, were pretty upset. You wait,
3: you, wait so you said ADA?
4: Americans with disability. So oh. helping out people with disabilities. Yeah. Oh. So I got to learn, you know, some of the legal stuff. and Yeah, that's you know, huge. a lot of the way that... Just all, of course, course uh, how it works, you know, yeah. at, at the shows and uh, and what
3: they need. They yeah. need certain like 36 inch clearance. They need ramps yep. so. and all those little things that, again, a party goer doesn't think about because I'm.
1: Yeah, I would have yeah. been shut down the, th- the first hour. Yeah, <laughs>
4: yeah. I actually, I go. I get on a lot of underground people's asses about that. They're like, oh, this is cool. And I'm like, dude, you have to do this. Yes. Like, you want a quick million dollar lawsuit? No. Don't listen to me. <laughs> yeah. You want to uh, save your ass and make sure you're taking care of people the right way? Let's go break my leg.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no.
4: And then, yeah. Yeah, and then just take me, dog, and I'll yeah. be like, what the fuck, bro?
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So how long did you do that?
4: I did that for three years, maybe.
3: And you traveled everywhere for it? Yeah. So you worked for a specific company that then...
4: Yeah, that's the guy that fired me. When I started the production company, because uh, I was like one of oh, so his, I was one of his main guys. Okay. And then it wasn't really like he fired me, but he's just yeah. like this is yeah. working out. Spread your wings. It Go was a me. relationship difference, you know. He's like, you're doing your thing. Understandable. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I it never. Out.
3: I mean, I know that those things exist because I've seen like there's areas for people in wheelchairs and things like that. But I never thought that they have to send somebody.
4: Oh yeah, it's a whole team we come out with
3: oh. everything from
4: design to email making sure things are procured and a whole staff to you get people You have like from a little a measuring
3: thing to like measure like Yeah.
4: yeah. Th- I mean I don't
1: do that but I didn't you know, think of that neither. I yeah. no. thought that, I thought that was like the
3: the, the Fire production Martial manager or, or, yeah like
1: know, know, it was
4: mandatory. Whole, yeah, it's a whole department. Um shout out to my buddy Austin but you know uh, unfortunately he was disabled later on in life and oh. he went to his first show and was like this doesn't work. We need to fix this. So he he brought up a to way to fix it. We need to get him on the show. Yeah. No, he's a great guy. Definitely is a good person to talk to. Um, but yeah, yeah he, he started his company, and now he basically does this all over the country That's every amazing. day. Fuck yeah. well, That's shout amazing. Out,
2: shout out to that guy. Yeah. Hell yeah. Austin. Austin What's Austin. Austin
4: Whitney. Nice.
2: Yeah. We're definitely going to get him on the show. I
3: know. Yeah. That's amazing. Okay, so you worked for him. You he. Sent you all over the world making sure that these things are available. Yeah. Right? That the, the venues where where's like the coolest place you got to go?
4: Pemberton Festival in Canada. Canada. Yeah. Pemberton? Pemberton? Pemberton. Pemberton. Yeah. Canada, eh? Canada, hey. Canada eh? It was funny. Electronic? It was, uh it was everything. Everything from Billy Idol to uh Like no a Coachella way. kind of Yeah, small Coachella, but it's it's out there next to uh, Whistler where they did the Olympics and okay. Uh, The mountain is so massive that, prospectively, if you're standing in front, you can only see a tiny little square with it of your eyes. So you actually have to, like, lift your head and look around in order to, like, take in the view. Really? It's massive. Oh, You can see a rainstorm come in, and it just sweeps by because we're so high up that the rain just will, like... Cover us, rain on us, and keep going. No way. You know, which, like if you're on lower terrain, it'd probably take a while for it to pass, but we're so high we're just it's just like sweeping through. So Damn, that's cool.
1: What an experience.
3: I know. Yeah,
4: definitely one of my favorites. Hands down. Do they still do it? Uh no. That was their last year. Oh. Yeah, which was kinda sad, but you know. That sucks. Yeah, it happens. So that was one hangout festival in Alabama is one of my favorites to go to um edc mexico of course you know different experience i feel like yeah it's not taken for granted as I, much I, yeah, you know i could say that i think the crowd's there for a different uh. the culture is so much different plus you know mexicans know how to party <laughs> Shout <out> to them. <laughs> nice.
1: no it is uh, it is because <laughs> when i went i was like tripping
4: out bro yeah, my second favorite would be EDC Orlando.
2: That's what I always say on the show is my favorite shows are like the smaller boutique shows. For sure. There's, like just something about
4: it Like it's a great show.
2: Yeah. But it's it kicks amazing. everybody's ass because. Yeah. Well, that's why we still, run. It's amazing. Not not trying to knock it at all, but it's just. It is it is amazing no matter what. Yeah. yeah. It's fucking yeah. awesome. But it takes, working a small yeah. show is. Oh, of course. Yeah. Just I worry about it. Yeah.
4: That's why we do Camp Trip. You know, it's one of our desert parties. Three days long. I have. Hundred and fifty artists, we come in. Where is that? Uh, it's usually out in what would it be? Kern County. Oh, okay. Oh, no, I like, love yeah. Kern County. Yeah, so it's like. And when is that? Uh, typically September. Okay. So you know, I did my first desert party. Sounds like a book for a child. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna create. That. You should. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> My first <laughs> desert party illustrations. <laughs> my first desert party. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Read by Markley <laughs> <by them>. <laughs> <laughs> Um Yeah, we did one out in uh, Lake, what was it? Uh, El Mirage, dry lake bed. And people go dirt biking stuff there. We uh, basically made everybody purchase uh, camping vouchers. I expected, I don't know, 50 people to show up. We got 100 tickets purchased. And then I freaked out because I didn't really. It was pretty damn illegal, you know? Yeah, I was yeah. just
3: gonna say, so you just told a bunch of people to come camp.
4: Yeah, we ended up having five hundred people out there.
3: Whoa. Whoa.
4: <laughs> and you rolled up with the semi that just opened and the
1: uh, systems. Well, out. we built
4: this whole stage and it was great. We had, you know, a good team. A lot of the people that helped me get started with the production stuff that taught me a lot of what I know. And it was hilarious because two things happened that was major. One, I believe it was schmitty in the middle of DJing and uh a sheriff rolls by, you just see a giant overhead light coming by. And he rolls over and I give my ex all my belongings. I was like, I'm gonna take one for the team. I'm going to jail, you know? Uh, you know, hopefully you guys all I'll pitch in, you in and the bail morning. me out. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I didn't really do anything crazy, but you know, i it's definitely not okay what we did. Yeah. And uh, he comes over and tells us just to turn the fucking music down. And then we're like, what about the lights? Because we're firing off lasers across two miles, you know, killing them on some mountains. He's like, I don't give a damn about the lights. He's like, just turn down the base. He's like, you're bothering neighbors. We're like, okay, okay. cool. And then in the morning at like eight in the morning, uh, some guy ended up landing a plane. One of those paraglider planes it was like basically a small scooter, like moped with the wings. Oh, yeah. And up flying away with them for an hour. What? <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. yeah. Fuck. Yeah, it was pretty tight. Um uh, I have it on video and
3: So he came, he landed and you're like, What's up? And then you're like, let's go flying or what?
4: Yeah, it's probably the alcohol. But you know. Did
2: like, he just was flying by
4: and saw this and kept, was like he Fuck flew it. by like five different times and then everybody's like, Hey, you know, come waving. over here. Shut yeah, that exactly. foot down with your lasers. <laughs> <laughs> so he landed. He gave one person a ride. And then uh the second time I was like, All right, I got my, gotta turn. Do this. So my my party i mean i don't i don't i don't like to be that guy but like right now i'm gonna pull it you know it's a damn plane flying into this party i'm gonna do it insane so, it was fun we flew away for an hour you know I have a video everybody looks like little ants and then uh yeah we landed that's pretty tight
2: that's i just imagine i don't know if you guys remember this the, the little fucking flying thing from mad max
3: yes that's what yes. i imagine <laughs> yeah. no but this is like a i don't know is it like that?
4: You know, I don't know. Find it while we're talking. <laughs> have a big propeller in the yeah, back. Yeah. And then...
1: Smaller than a Cessna.
4: Yeah, I mean, it's literally a mini scooter.
1: Oh, I think I know what you're talking. You know, that's that's, squ- a t- I have one on GTA. Crazy. Yeah,
4: <laughs> <laughs> it was very, very uh, high desert vibes for sure. Oh, that's great. Probably not the guy you want to fly away with on a plane, but you know, <laughs> when I, when I got two hundred make... feet in the air and it was like zero gravity that,
1: that, to get up. They have a propeller in the back, right? Yeah, yeah. You know. I, think
4: I know. I've seen. By the time it's I the got revenues. up, I was like, "This is probably a bad idea." But
1: they're like,
3: off. "If I go, at least I had a great party." <laughs> <laughs> right? No,
4: I, that was my thought. I was like, "If I die right now, like
1: <laughs> it looks like a kite, right?"
4: <laughs> yeah, it was like that. Was, <laughs> it's like, "I got it." Oh, yeah, I got
3: it. I know I which it. one
1: it
4: is. Pull it up, up on I fly GTA. it all the
3: time. I fly it all the time.
4: Yeah, that's it right there. Yeah, that's exactly, exactly. what I pictured. Yes. Yeah, it's yeah. exactly. not safe at all. No, no, it was. Anytime I turned my head. It would cause uh, wind drag and the whole oh, thing shit. would skirt a little bit. Like, He's like, stay still. So don't I, move. I was trying to get video and I had to put my phone on my chest and just record sideways because mm-hmm. my big old head kept dragging the whole plane over. So was your, was your hair out and loose? No, nah, I had short hair, but I had a helmet <laughs> on at the time. <laughs> at That's least he gave you a helmet. That was yeah, nice. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. he had a helmet. So I felt That's a little safe. Insane. I mean, if we would have crashed you in I would have died. Did you tell
1: your parents? Because the... I, so Did you I know my mom would have been like, what the Buck, what are you doing up
4: there? oh yeah i told her i told i blame my ex because you know i was hoping she'd yell at me and tell me not to do it
3: but she let you she's like okay yeah go ahead like, go for I'll, it. I'll
4: see you like, later that's yeah. not the answer i wanted <laughs> <laughs> i was like god i gotta do this Fuck. now all my friends are gonna think i'm lame <laughs> that was fun it was, it was definitely like a great ending to a party you know
3: so that was your first desert party
4: on that scale, yeah. On
3: that, okay. Yeah, yeah. And then you just got bigger and bigger? No, uh,
4: we partnered with Camp Trip, who had already been doing it. Okay. Wow, nice. uh, I, again, I had been doing too many things, so I didn't want to, like, only do it on our own. So I partnered with them, and now we do our desert parties. You're like Mark Wahlberg, bro. Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> just, just let me sprinkle my seasoning on here. That's the goal, honestly. Yeah, I, I mean, like just that. creative juice everywhere. You know, sounds terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mark's juice all over the place leaving
2: my juice everywhere (laughs) that's great i love that you came into this industry hoping to dj yeah and i think you like you said you got to go behind the rails and i think you saw a bigger picture
4: yeah i did i mean i realized i mean you know that's coming from latino culture you know our families being the one cleaning up the trash, doing the porta potties you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. Fucking doing everything. Uh, I just kind of like, was like, I mean, I was not better than any of those jobs. So I was willing to do whatever I needed to do yeah, in order to course. work after I realized, oh, this is a job I could be. I used to work at Sam Ash at the time, Jack in a Box before that. And I was like, you know what? You know, I'm, gonna make my way i'm gonna do what i need to do to keep growing and i just did that i took whatever job i did so many random festivals across the country you know for a while one of my homies again shout out to the homies but he gave me a flight benefits so i can fly around and uh fly for free essentially so it's 30 yeah. bucks to fly anywhere around the country so you know i would do shows for less than a tank of gas because they nobody would pay for me to fly so it's just like yeah i'll go over there it's like really They're, our budget's like nothing yeah. Like, no, I got it. I'll do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I got to
2: go.
3: Well, you have great
4: friends. I do. And it's the people I surround myself with, you know. It's the people that bring me into their circles. I try not to kick it with people that suck. I'm pretty chill, but I'm also an well, asshole. No wonder he doesn't <laughs> hang out with me after the because I fucking suck. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but I'm pretty sure, like, obviously you... Are benef- not, I don't want to say beneficial towards them, but obviously you care about them also. That's why there are our, you guys are.
4: Yeah, yeah. I mean, they come to L.A. and they crash on my couch constantly, and I do the same in their places. And you know, we do the couch surfing thing, and we travel, we buy each other drinks. You know, that's awesome. Get each other whatever you want. If I can get it, and it's not going to affect me in any negative way, I'll do it. You know, it's just. That's kind of where it comes from is I just do things for people all the time with, you know, not expecting anything in return. Uh, But, you know, there's those few friends that end up pitching back in. Yeah. And it helps my job and my career. And ultimately, has got me to where I'm at. Of course. Where
3: did you grow up?
4: I grew up in Rialto, San Bernardino.
3: Oh, so you're a native?
4: Yeah, yeah. Oh.
3: Rialto? Yeah,
4: yeah. I used to get shot at when I was DJing constantly. Oh no! <laughs> Damn.
3: Oh, you didn't pay the right people.
4: Yeah.
3: <laughs> you didn't have the right security yeah, or not? San Bernardino,
4: there's no, uh, oh, there's no security out there. They just people were wild, you know. L.A. kind of had their movement already figured out out there. Everybody just moved out there all at once. So.
1: You guys used to party out there? Uh, uh, I used to Bernardino. DJ yeah,
3: I used to yeah. DJ. but not like house parties I don't think I ever yeah.
1: went out there to party oh yeah really? we used
3: to go to San Bernardino like the once
2: a week every Friday I'd DJ every Friday at uh, Gotham's there you go I used to go there
4: when i was 15 yeah you were probably
2: <laughs> you were probably on the dance floor as yeah. i was playing yeah, yeah. <laughs> trying
1: to shuffle the
2: gr- oh i love it eight
1: inch blonde mohawk I nice yeah. we just dated you right now too because yeah. oh, he oh, was yeah. 15 <laughs> exactly. and you're like Mind yeah i bitch. was out there djing he was djing yeah. Yeah. i
3: was I there out, too. Yet, yeah, yeah, I was dancing too yeah, yeah i was 15 also sure yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
4: yeah. yeah i mean that kind of showed me like oh this is cool you know i think that's why i was able to move so quick too because i started at 15 okay so While everybody was still going through this phase at twenty, I already gone. I just went through that phase, and I kind of was taking the job side a little more serious and not necessarily the party side.
3: Yeah, you know, you've already been through the party.
4: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well,
3: I like that you're a fan of the music, obviously, because you're a DJ. But yeah, oh, I
4: love it. I used to play video games like before DJing. You know, I was a little Counter Strike kid. Oh shit! Playing Age of Empires at this gaming cafe, and all they played was trance and drum and bass. Not to mention my older brother. My uncle was the one that introduced us to like Daft Punk. He was a DJ back in the day. Okay. My other uncle, who is also like oh, is it Theos? Right? Shouldn't say, but he was a gigolo back in the seventies. <laughs> nice. and he was a you know he was a DJ too. You know, so it kind of like obviously they didn't really go too far, uh, but you know they brought it up, and I was yeah, you know, they showed the one you when they really grabbed it they throughout the years. You the music you
3: know? they shared with you. The Your
4: music. uncles were they uh like deep in the house scene? Uh, my my. Eddie goes by Dino from uh, Pasadena. Yeah, he was. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he was, was like, definitely like in the like, scene when, your like, time, right? Yeah, kind of. No. When... <laughs> you were out there at 15. <laughs> well, <Yeah>. His uncle was <laughs> yeah, playing. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, probably, he probably was. Probably honestly. was. Yeah. So he kind of, you know, brought us into it. That, I mean, rock, everything, you know. I mean, when I'm in the car, I don't listen to electronic music. It's all rock and roll. You don't yeah. drive with it's so I do no the music? same. Yeah. I do the same. same. I like no music too, because we're at too many yes. shows. Oh, I I'm, know. I'm the same. It's
1: yeah. funny that it's funny that you said that because on
3: <laughs> On the last one?
1: I was like, hey, on the I was carpooling with rock mm-hmm. to the trace track for ADC and I was hey put some music on and he kinda gave that look like Alright, hold on. And yeah. he'd <laughs> go to his playlist like Oh man. And he was and it was really low and I was like, put that shit up, fool. Yeah. <laughs> I put
2: on yacht rock. Yeah. I'm chilling. Yeah, I'm he does not Sometime listen to electronic listen.
3: music. Oh yeah, or no music. Or no music. We'll be in the car, and I'm like, okay, let's see how long it takes him to put music on. Yeah, and we'll get to our destination in silence. Mm-hmm. I feel like this whole time he had no, and it was like making me crazy. I, I like, <laughs> I love I like music too.
1: Like when I get out of work. Yeah. And it's because it, you just all, like all day a, I'm fucking dub and Well
4: you're on the stage too so your head's pounding. Yes. Mm-hmm. You're like no not not headache wise but it's just your head's literally oh, yeah. still vibrating yeah. and you're just like okay I need a mm-hmm. I need a second to breathe. <laughs> Yeah. My brain needs some functioning right now.
3: I know. I remember <laughs> I picked you up from a show one time uh, from the airport. So I don't know where I can't remember which show. And before I picked you up, obviously, I was listening to music. I was listening to electronic music. And then oh, I know we didn't uh, offer you. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Get a shot you there.
1: Want a shot? want a shot? Sure. I'll take a shot. Bartender.
3: <laughs> <laughs> sorry. We I I was, we totally it's skipped. It's um, because
1: Alex is in here, the, the true alcoholic.
3: I know. <laughs> no, no, no. We're good. Thank you. We miss Cheers, you, Alex. Though. I know we miss you, Alex.
1: Cheers, mate. Cheers. Cheers.
3: Cheers. Ah.
1: That's great. Oh, some of the black hole. Oh.
3: So yeah, I was picking you up from a show, and as soon as we get in the car, and music, and you're like, "Can you change that, please? Can you? Can you? I don't want to listen to electronic music for a bit." I'm like, "Oh, all right, fine. I'll put something else on." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I can, I can relate. I can relate. I can get you guys. Do you remember the first show you attended?
4: It was Warp Tour. Some of the first shows would act well. The first concert I ever went to was uh, at the Verizon Amphitheater. It was, was it Shinedown, Rob Zombie, and Godsmack?
3: Nice. Wow.
4: That was like. Verizon Amphitheater used
3: to be Meadows, right? Irvine Meadows?
4: I have no clue. I was young.
1: Yeah.
3: Right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I just All remember right.
4: Rob Zombie coming out with those visuals Of like this Great. animation like Plus he did the Michael Myers thing And it was just amazing He was fucking crazy yeah. Rob And then the second show I saw Dio Before he died And we did that at the Glen Helen Amphitheater Um And then just A few concerts here and there First electronic shows were probably the Hudson And then I got to play Candy Fest there Okay. Which was like a goal for me Like my first festival to play And then um Yeah, we just started doing a lot of parties, warehouse parties, you know, house parties, you know, which were not safe in San Bernardino. I was just
3: gonna say, in San Bernardino.
4: Yeah, definitely have been ripped out a car once or twice to get (gasps) carjacked. That they knew my, they knew my, you know, relatives, and they like patted me on the shoulder and were like, "Oh, they're like,
2: oh, "Oh, sorry, Sorry. Sorry. thought you were someone else." Go on.
3: Yeah.
4: (laughs) What year was this? Uh,
2: I don't know.
3: Two thousands. Oh wait. Yeah. Oh, well, and the
2: hype of the scene was yeah. jumping at that time. You know what's yeah, funny yeah.
1: is that oh, I was out there fucking street racing. Mm. And I don't think I ever went to like any warehouse. I mean, I knew of them, but I didn't go to any I was out there fucking street racing.
3: You, yeah, I don't think we ever attended a, a
1: house party, house out party
3: out or a warehouse in San Bernardino, but in Compton and LA. Yeah. Oh, oh all God. day. Oh, yeah. All, all day,
1: day by the train tracks off the of, road. Um, what is it? Rudolph or, Rudolph or I don't know. There's a bunch of warehouses. Yeah, there's so many good spots uh, out there i used to I was, better, like uh, abandoned fucking bars yeah those are dope that sounds fun abandoned bars like full mexican bars abandoned mm. uh, foods go in there fucking just party it up dude trying to do that now
3: nah. <laughs> the go. underground scene is so huge right yeah. now
4: yeah yeah it's crazy people ask me you know because i try to help out you know a few friends here and there when they need tickets, but they can't afford it. I'm just like, let me check. Who's the promoter? And then they'll send it to me. I'm just like, there's so many new promoters now. I'm just like, I don't know who these people are.
3: Uh, yeah, because there's know? so many things yeah. happening.
4: There's a lot of different parties, which is tight. I love it. You know, it's good for the scene. But yeah, we need I, just, I try to push people whenever I meet them to be safe. You know, yes. like,
1: do you guys think it's because of the techno? That's like you start seeing this a lot now.
4: I think it's post-COVID vibes, honestly. Yes. Nobody can do parties and then. They thought throwing a warehouse party was much more difficult than it was. And then everybody just started throwing warehouse parties because that's all they could do. And I feel like now they're comfortable. And some of these brands have actually built a whole like organization around that and they're doing pretty well. And
3: they're doing they're continue- really well.
4: Yeah. There's some that are popping off. I just, again, I always try to recommend to them just make sure their shit's safe. safe. Yes. Always first.
3: Safety first. We're all about that. Yeah. So if we, if, if you continue to be safe, there's longevity in that.
4: Yeah, exactly. That's what I told them is that there's no, uh, it's not sustainable otherwise. Yes. You know, so exactly. If you want to keep making money and doing what you're doing. Yeah.
3: You, you have know, to think about attention. your clientele. Yeah. Yeah. Our safety's they're first. They're the ones
4: that pay for everything, not us. You yes.
3: Know?
4: So maybe once or twice, but then we lose it all.
3: <laughs> no. no, no, no. So uh, did you go to college for any of this? No, I did YouTube. not. YouTube
4: no youtube <laughs> youtube college youtube yeah. university uh, i love that yeah i, I got love... taught by the streets yes. yeah you know youtube was the later teacher and uh you school know i also school of hard knocks,
1: that's yeah. where you did. go
4: yeah parents brought me up right brother taught me a lot got a lot of smacks in the head you know so it sounds a like your dad's of, a hard-working man so you fall <laughs> yeah he's a hard-working mexican <laughs> for sure nice so you know
3: our our last guest um Asked somebody for advice and said, Should I go to school? And they were like, No.
4: Oh, yeah, I tell people so You can to. just
3: be in the field. You're yeah. going to learn more in the field. Why are you going to drop 50 grand like that? If right, you, right. What give you me the
1: le-
4: 50 grand.
1: Yeah. yeah. Give me the 50 grand. <laughs> I'll, teach you, I'll teach you, right? Give um, me the 50 grand. I'll go we'll show and then I'll give you back your 50. Yeah.
4: <laughs> and it's called hands-on training. Well, we yeah. we started taking people into our warehouse and we call it production uh, CrossFit. So if anybody wants to pay us to come, you know, work out, you know, <laughs> move, some, move some truss around. You know, oh, yeah, definitely a, get in shape.
1: It's a monthly subscription. <laughs> yeah,
4: exactly. <laughs> do you you have a lot of stuff? Like a reasonable amount. CDJ, I mean,
2: speakers. Yeah,
4: we have backline audio, lighting. Um, you know, a lot of uh, industrial equipment to build what we build. So, just kind of not the most to build, like the largest stages, but enough to do more focused experiences. You know, so and then anything outside of that, you know, obviously. All the companies work source together. Source out, so yeah. We, just we source all items from each other. Yeah. So if I don't have it, there's somebody out there that's source it, source yeah. it to us. You know, we pay, it, obviously.
3: Where do you see yourself in the future? In space, <laughs> <laughs> the,
4: the first rave in space. Yeah, yeah exactly.
3: <laughs> you heard it here first, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. <laughs>
4: um, I don't know. Uh, I think you know these next five years are going to be big. I mean. Where I'm at today is not where I was a year ago, like mentally, physically, anything like definitely have grown a lot, so just definitely trying to lock it all down, be the best person I can be yeah. have a good team who are respectful and do really well and just honestly I want to take over so you know I feel like that's the only sustainable way of doing it is doing proper business, yeah you know, offering a proper product and you know giving good experiences to everybody who takes it.
3: How big's your team?
4: Right now, not too big. It's, you know, mainly me and my partner, me and my two partners, and then uh, there's maybe 10 of us to cycle in and out. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So That's nice. I mean, we have a lot of people that we work with through the years who we will cycle in and out, you know? I mean, we can have a pretty big team if we need to, but ultimately, it's usually around 10 people that are just in and out going, you know, specifically on one show.
2: I remember there'd be times I'd run into you, excuse me, and... You were like, yeah, I just went home and had to pick up something because we forgot it and I haven't slept for three days. And I'm like,
4: "Yeah, fuck. Yeah, I mean, that happened a lot in the beginning. Um, You know, I feel like that was me taking on the project and not having the experience to understand what it took to fully create the show, Okay, you know, and something as simple as a quarter inch plug, you know, that can cause somebody not to be able to use their headphones to some gaff tape or a cable ramp or... Some rigging device that literally costs no money, but you know it's just not physically present, so we can't do it. So it took us time to learn, and that was you know that's actually one of the biggest thing that somebody taught me is uh I asked him in the beginning, I was like, "How do I get to where you're at?" And he said, "Fuck up, just fuck up as much as you can in the beginning." He's like, "Cause that's gonna be your biggest teacher on uh, learning how to do it." You know, we've had our moments recently, not you know. Not the best ones, but, you know, there's also reasoning behind that, too. But, I mean, we do pretty well now. So, you know, I yeah, mean.
3: trial and error, say. definitely. Yeah. And yeah. and the way that you succeed is you learn.
4: You have to learn. learn I mean, this isn't it. something you can go to school for. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, they can teach you the basics, but they're not going to tell you that you forgot a fucking extension cable that you need to get from, you know, the most important components to another component that it just so happens that you're one short. You know, it's yeah. like a restaurant. You can't make the food if you don't have that one little piece there or that ingredient.
3: You don't have a spatula. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you don't it's have like, a knife. You're like, a
4: you don't have cilantro,
1: bro. Yeah, I was thinking <laughs> cilantro, too. That's kind of weird. Cilantro is the number one that's always like, fuck, we forgot it. Yep.
4: Yep. Fuck it. Cancel the party. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Just figuring all that out. You know, there's a lot of shit people don't talk about either is the mental strain and mental oh, health yeah. problems oh, that yeah. comes with it. Yeah. And it's definitely something I like to talk about with other people is, you know, the shit beats you down yes. mentally and physically and mostly mentally. So yeah. I mean, years of doing it, I was able to like go through it. But, you know, more recently, I'm like, OK, like, got to take a break. Got to uh, breathe. Yeah. How do you deal with it? Uh, Sometimes, I don't know. It's just being at home alone. You know, watching TV, being a couch potato, literally soaked up in the couch. And I have a pretty nice couch, so <laughs> that's always a good thing. But just taking a step back from sometimes you're just doing. sitting in my bathtub, honestly, yeah. just like or
3: getting a good workout in. Yeah,
4: exactly, exactly. Yeah, so just kind of you know making sure you know you're going on a walk or doing something. Honestly, something that I don't do much anymore of that I used to do was at the festival when we were done, sit back eat some food and just watch what we did because it'd make me feel some gratitude towards what we just finished yeah. and i don't do that as much anymore and too busy yeah i get too busy and i'm just uh, like fuck i need to do that more yeah because i i need a moment to like absorb what happened appreciate yeah i'd appreciate it otherwise you just start to hate it yeah. exactly that's, yeah. that's the one thing i don't want to jade myself you know with is just like
3: just another show
4: yeah it's just another show and i don't want to be that guy you know, I want to I want to come in and appreciate what I work on every day. Yeah. You know, otherwise I might as well fucking go take a full-time job with somebody that's offering and, you know, just work a, a job and go home for and sleep. lot money for less pay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean,
3: for, for less effort. <laughs>
4: yeah, exactly. Yeah. So.
3: Yeah. It, I don't think people understand, or at least party goers don't understand the long hours that all of you guys work.
2: Yeah, from long the, days.
3: The, the, yeah, from yeah. the people building the stage to even designing. Let's even go further. I'm pretty sure it's months and months and in months in advance. Yeah. People just getting uh, from the city. Like yeah. all the paperwork from the city, like the little things. Well, it's
4: even clients that are paper pushing that just don't get the hard work that actually goes into it. You know, they can get upset about something simple, when it's just like, do you think I destroyed my own project? To just fuck with you? No. Yeah. Like, I take pride in this. I'm here to do a good job. You know what I mean? And I'm not here fucking up because it happened. You know, shit happens. Sometimes one thing becomes a big problem, and, you know, it might not even actually be a big problem either. And that's something that I had to like sit back on with within the last year is kind of not beating myself up about it because i'm like we're not curing cancer here you know and yeah, we're fucking throwing a party yeah like you know people are we're doing way lives. more important oh, yeah. shit yeah. you know they're working in the er's and saving lives actually i mean yeah to an extent we probably do save some lives but like
3: you help lives it's
4: it, we help lives you know but we're, we're throwing a party at the end of the day yeah
1: yeah but I mean, you're creating vibes yeah <laughs> that's important as well bro no
4: no i agree i, what I are, agree
3: what are the some of the the things you have to deal with like on a daily basis some of emails. the challenging things yeah emails. emails everybody emails there's so many fucking backup
4: yeah like i said earlier i mean the biggest change of this year is getting myself out of the trenches moving forward on a more you know, management o- o- overseeing skin. the entire overseeing. project you know as a whole Cause I can't make a change or fix something last minute if I'm too involved with one item. Cause all I'm seeing is what, what's in front of me. Okay. So that's probably the biggest change that's happening this year with us scaling and turning into a larger business is, you know, pulling our head out of that little specific area and actually taking a step back and, you know, seeing the whole project and seeing how we can fix and adjust. So I think that's the most important thing just in general. And I think the biggest problem with that was I was so used to being a backbreaker get it done kind of worker that now our business is becoming more and you know, I can't be that person as much as I want to be.
3: Yeah. You got to be a boss now.
4: I got to be the boss. Do I you know.
2: feel like you find yourself trying to take on more work than you probably should?
4: I don't think it's always that, um, you know, cause I feel like we've worked hard enough. I think it's finding the balance of, you know, what work, wh- what work should we be taking? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, Cause sometimes we can do that many shows and sometimes it might be one show just has a wrench in it or they don't have their shit together or we haven't communicated and it's too last minute and you know, it's just not going to work and we're too small to be able to, you know, do what we need to do.
3: Why do some of these shows like wait to the last minute for anything? Budgets. Bu- budget.
4: Yeah. Everybody wants to not say they're going to do it until one day the boss comes in and they're like, why the fuck are we doing this? Yeah. And then they're like, Oh shit. Now we got to do it. Yeah, and it's like 24 hours. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's or, not done yet? Yeah. This is yeah. supposed to be... Nobody wants to get it months done months. until it needs to be done.
3: That's insane to me.
4: So, you know, it's... And that, that happens, especially with the larger corporate, you know, companies.
3: Yeah. You know? Yeah, because I'll ask Rocky, like, oh, did you get the info on something? No, they haven't sent it yet. I'm like, what the fuck are they waiting for? Yeah. Like, they... The show's, like, next month. Like, every duck should be in a roll by now. Like, what the fuck? And... Uh, I, and i just yeah half of it i think is rocky but other than that yeah. <laughs> waiting the last, last, minute? To last episode
2: i know are you sleep <laughs>
1: like they don't get the submittals to like literally the day before and they add people insane like, it's the same thing how he just said right now like you know we're not in the budget a month ago but so, rocky walks in and it's his show yeah i'm the budget guy and he's like well why the fuck are we doing it and I got to call him. And then he's like, well, fuck. dog. Like, yeah. That's another 20 grand, bro, that you don't have in your budget. And then they want to give you 15. Yeah. Yeah. Well, can you do it for 15? <laughs> yeah. We'll get you on the next one. Yeah. Yeah. So How about we let you up for the another, another six shows, but you're doing everything at 15. Yeah. yeah. Right.
3: Especially in the beginning because you're new. Yeah. I'm going to do it. You're, exactly.
4: Yeah. And we did it and it taught us a lot and we learned how to build it on a budget. Now, you know. But that uh, makes
1: every one of your jobs profitable right because well,
4: you've no. uh, well, he's building on their budget
3: on their, yeah
4: yeah yeah he's talking about when they start paying you proper, yeah. properly oh, yeah really? it, definitely, it definitely it definitely helps, helps <laughs> that i mean well, i mean certain not, brands yeah certain brands i mean yeah it okay, definitely helps but it also it's also like uh this is something my wrestling coach taught me is like uh practice doesn't make perfect perfect practice makes perfect so if you don't practice right you're gonna learn it wrong oh. you know so you got to learn it the right way the first time. Shit. Otherwise, you're going to get stuck in like a bad rotation of how to do something. I've been doing it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, you can gain the experience through time,
1: but. I'm mind blown right now, by the way.
4: Yeah. yeah. i never I've, thought about it like that. Neither have I. Yeah. So I mean, it definitely made a difference. That's that was a big thing. You know, the way we trained. So, I mean, that's also a mindset of mine with the way I handle everything. Cause I grew up wrestling and training since I was a child. So, you know.
3: So don't fuck with you, is that what you're saying? Yeah, I can <laughs> throw someone on their head if I need to.
4: My brother's a pro fighter for a bit, you know. Definitely uh, toss somebody around. Nice. I don't. I, don't. <laughs> <laughs> I never do. Who is your brother? Uh, Adam Lizola. Oh, the... I think I've heard of him.
1: Yeah. His brother's the Iceman. The Iceman. <laughs> <laughs> and his tío is Tío Tiesto. Tío Tiesto. Yeah, exactly. Man, I'm fucking proud of you, bro. I know. You're... Doing more than I... And, I and and it's crazy because he's humble about it. Mm-hmm. He's not out there showboating oh look what I can do. It's it's he's under the radar but he's doing his thing.
3: And yeah. so much.
4: Yeah, I try to keep it in the shadows. You know, the DJing is the only thing I try to like promote because that's my job. Pun intended. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say yeah. that shadows. no shadow. Shadows. No yeah. pun intended keep it in the shadows. Yeah, exactly. So we're uh, you know, constantly working, trying to grow. And you know, I've done all this without actually promoting anything it's all been word of mouth mouth, through networks through friends people seeing me what i'm doing and you know they're like hey you seem like a great fit take this and i'm like great and i think a big part of this year into next year is starting to finally promote it so we can take that next step you know um i barely even post on instagram which is probably one of my biggest faults (laughs) that's a whole job in itself yeah yeah
3: it's hard yeah social media i
4: do i have people that post for me sometimes because I need to, especially when I'm busy with shows. And it's funny because people get mad because they're like, you haven't responded to me. Like, I didn't post that. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody else did. But, you know, it's kind of a job in its own.
3: It absolutely is. Yeah, absolutely.
4: Especially for us. I mean, you know, I was barely on the cusp between the technology and not. So I'm like one of the last generations of not being on my phone all the time Mm because we still had the flips without cameras and definitely did not have social media. So it's not second nature. Yeah, I'll definitely scroll for hours, which is a problem, and <laughs> that's the man getting me, you know. But other than that, we all get sucked. We yeah, are, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Other Have than
3: you that, worked with like uh, um, like a childhood favorite artist? Have you been able to work with somebody, or you're like, oh my god, I can't?
4: Yeah, believe yeah. That? Actually, shout out uh, DJ Irene was one of those people yeah. who I, uh, I ended up meeting with through working with Pioneer, and uh, you know. Met her again at another show. We ended up pitting it off and she'll like comment and text me all the time. Uh, Not all the time, but, you know, we have some communication going. And I'm like, I used to have your CD. That's awesome. You know, and like when I was a kid, when my uncle was DJing and my brother was DJing. So it's kind of cool to see that. I mean, Green Velvet's definitely one of those people. And definitely he runs away from me every time he sees me because I give him a shot, too many shots of vodka, ah. I mean tequila.
3: <laughs> I've never seen him drink tequila. He's always with his champagne.
4: Oh really? Yeah. He literally looks at me. He tells the tour manager to not let me around him because so, yeah, he's so. like, "This man's gonna give me tequila." <laughs> 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 let's
3: talk. Away. Let's talk about Greenville. Yeah. We just saw him at Splash House. He, um, it, he was headliner on Rocky Stage. Right? He showed up like an hour and a half early
2: to just, hang out. Just to hang out. Oh yeah, I love it.
3: Oh my god! And he just drinks. He Wasn't s-
1: playing in somebody else's sh- room before that. I know yeah. who he
2: was. <laughs> and after. Oh. up yeah up
3: just sipping a champagne just hanging out just the coolest guy ever i'm like oh my god yeah,
2: lala I, La- love, I love working with him i
3: know yeah.
4: at lala land he showed up before the opener he was just, yeah. kicking it it's his show he yeah. wants to be present i'm like cool respect that's you know? amazing and that's the way i am like i try to treat my shows is like i want to make sure that i'm there i mean fuck i'm building the damn stage before it shows up half the time i barely have time to put my set together I'm surprised I'm able to do what I do.
3: <laughs> You're but, good at what you do. That's why.
4: <laughs> yeah. I throw it down still, but you know, uh, it's, it's fun. It's a lot, you know, I so enjoy the hecticness.
3: When's your next show?
4: Uh, well, we just did one, uh, this past weekend oh, that's rough. and we did one two weeks ago cause we just started a record label too. What? Jesus. Um, yeah. I'm not handling that though. Oh. I have a partner that I basically, who's been around forever, who is like deep in the scene, understands all the sides of the industry and, I was like, I need a label manager. I was like, I can't touch this. I was like, this is the one thing I won't touch. I was like, when it comes down to final decisions on like creation and like, you know, giving brand. my input of the way I want the brand to be viewed, you know, I'll step in and I'll say something. But other than that, my team handles the actual label side. So, you know, what's the label called? It's uh after tracks, oh. after tracks records. Nice.
2: So, yeah. Do you have anything already out or
4: coming yeah, out? We just dropped something. Uh, when we did that party, um, it was maybe, like, three weeks ago. Really good song with this uh, group, Art of Soul, and another guy from Brazil. Uh, and then we have something coming out next week, I think. All right. And we have basically, like, three to six months kind of filled up already. So, I mean, the party's been consistent enough, and we create such a experience at these events that, like, people want to be a part of what we're doing. So we have some good artists coming out and delivering music releasing i got my own stuff coming out as well with this guy who is hush who's actually the label manager and then uh spency b who's my partner on after tracks as well so and johnny uh carlo key has some stuff coming out so you know
3: when do you sleep
4: uh (laughs) recently more more than uh more than normal i'm trying to take that step back i'm trying to give more people responsibilities and me not be so you know Hands on. Yeah, exactly. So I just kind of want to... It has to be
3: difficult. I know that's difficult for me to like delegate. Let somebody else like... It's
4: it's stressful. Uh, You know, I've been in situations where I've given people the opportunity to step up and do their job and they don't. And then I have to step in and I'm like, why the fuck do I even do that? Yeah. Yeah. Ultimately, I can't think that way. I just need to... Yeah,
1: because you
3: don't let
4: let them learn. Yeah, either find the right Right people people. or let them learn. They got to make their mistakes, you know? So
3: yeah given the opportunity everybody makes mistakes right was that a mistake or did you just not want to work right exactly there's two different things like everybody fucks up okay you fucked up all right own it move on or you just drop the ball
4: right right Right. so yeah i mean it's a lot of that trying to get these people to learn and take over and handle a lot of it so i don't need to be so involved you know because I can't do it all, and if I do, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to miss something. Yeah, or yeah. kill yourself doing it. Yeah, exactly.
3: Yeah. Damn. I know. There's it, so much. There's so much happening.
1: Fucking record label, too? I know. <laughs> Production and- company, DJ. He's a fucking computer fucking wizard. <laughs> I wouldn't say that, but I get the He's computer. He's a computer fucking vector wizard. Sorry. <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> um, Yeah, no, I mean, you know, again... I think my goal is not to be a production company or the DJ or the producer or the record label or the promoter is to be the creator of cool shit. Okay. People are like, what do you do? Like, I make cool shit happen. And that creator. Yeah. I'm a creator and I create cool shit. And it's not to be cocky because some people no, no, do no, take it that great way. Great title. I'm yeah. just like, no, that's that's I what create. I do. I create cool shit. I mean, I get paid to do so. Yeah. You know, and... I mean, that's what I appreciate about it all. Is, and that's why I work in music. And I do specifically this side of the world is because I want to see what I create come to life. You know, so I don't know. I think it's cool. That's awesome. You're, you're <laughs> an oh, artist. This awesome. is your canvas. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's so are canvas. you going
3: to be doing our mix for us?
4: Yeah, I am. Yes. I am.
3: Nice. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Good, good. What type of music?
4: Uh, Probably between... I. The way I play my on? sets, yeah, no, the way I play my sets is anything from techno, house, breaks, you know, right. minimal tech. I mean, I kind of tell a story with it. I'll start somewhere and I kind of bring it up and down, but it's still like respectful to like the underground is the way I try to create All it. Right. You know, it's still some shit that you've never heard. All right. I crate dig like a motherfucker, not physically because, you know.
3: not Nobody does that anymore? Yeah. I don't
4: <laughs> even have the money to buy records, but, <laughs> you know.
3: I love the roller coaster. Yeah, exactly. Ah, so. I love to take take me on a ride. Yeah. Take me on a ride. I want the full experience.
4: Yeah, exactly. So I'm just trying to make the party a party. You know, people get too stuck and landlocked. Again, gatekeeping, stuck in the world of this is techno. It's like fuck off. Yeah. It's like EDM isn't EDM. It's fucking electronic dance music. You know, it's literally that. It's like saying I listen to rock. Well, what kind? Alternative, metal? It's all kinds. Fucking, it's rock. Yeah. You know, it's it's this, rock. That? You know, it's that? No, it's. Yeah, it's rock. I like rock. Yeah, you know. So same shit with dance. It's funny
2: that you say that because back in the day, uh, people would be like, "Oh, you listen to techno." I'm like, "Well, no, it's not just techno. It's i I called it back then. I EDM. Mm -hmm. It was electronic Electronic? dance music. Yeah, but I think the word has gotten people now. When you say EDM, they think of like. Cheesy big room, cheesy big room festival <laughs> kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, but I still think it's all under that
4: umbrella. It like, is, it's, it's it is, it is one hundred percent. Yeah. So,
3: and then some people get a, yeah really hung oh, up on it. Yeah, is no, calm it's like, it down. It that, is.
4: That's the cool thing is when I play dubstep, my sets, bro. everybody's like, "It's dubstep." Yeah. It's dubstep. <laughs> when I get to play my sets, you know, they're like, "Wait." the fuck you just do especially too because i work with pioneers so much i get to like understand the way their technology works and i'll play with the technology as i'm djing so i'll do shit that most people don't know and i'm just moving it in so many different places i also bring turntablism into the mix you know what i mean i'm not necessarily scratching or moving around but i'm like juggling with the beat and creating different you know different like for on the floor with you know i don't know just different vibes so do you actually know like how to, to use that. yeah you're actually using the <laughs> C D to using full, potential. full <laughs> potential yeah exactly not just mixing
2: from one track to, yeah. The, yeah. Next track well, to the next this goes back to
1: his quote you practice right the first time
4: yeah exactly perfect practice nice like, yeah exactly so it's great
1: it's not yeah. only that but i'm pretty sure he gets like the early shit from pioneer
4: oh yeah the v10 before anybody in the country <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I was just hanging out in my fucking living room. Yeah, it was <laughs>
4: honestly because then COVID started, and then yeah. they, you know, nobody could do anything, out. so I just stayed there for like come pick six it up months to eight months. Do you have a favorite mixer right now? The V ten V ten. Yeah, it was V10. definitely I love the V ten. I was indifferent. Definitely not zones. I feel like zones are a little bit purist to me, you know. And not to knock on anybody, the zones
2: have a great sound though.
4: Yeah, you know, depth, Is that a- but, but
2: the overall features on. I just it, feel, I feel like
4: does feature? it re- does it really matter? You know, when you're DJing, the great sound, it's like you're playing a party again. I think it only matters in a big system on a big system. But people take it too far. Yeah, that's my problem with it. I'd prefer effects that I can mess with and actually rearrange and create a a completely different atmosphere while I'm DJing. But at
1: the same time, you got to have a great mixer because you can have that dope ass fucking uh, zone mixer that you're talking about. But you got a fucking oh, shit Oh yeah, front of house needs a good mix Shit mixer. ass fucking, you know. Uh, yeah. yeah.
4: Make it sound like shit. Right, exactly. I mean, yeah, completely. So everybody has to put their cards right. Yep. You 100%. messed around with the A9 yet? Yeah, I actually helped them with the release on that uh, when oh, they did the mix mag thing over in uh, downtown. It was a developer. Yeah. Nice. So we, uh that thing was tight. You know, I usually work Nam show actually as a demo DJ for Pioneer. Oh, OK. Do cool. I, I, I'm a dealer with them now, too, which I'm pretty stoked about. So if you need your gear, hit me up. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. You need that
2: 30%. Well, here, I got a bunch of things we need to change with the 3000. So. <laughs>
3: yeah, let me know.
4: <laughs> let me know. I'll, I'll push it forward to the guy who actually makes those decisions.
3: So I think we said it all.
4: Yeah. 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 No. You didn't oh, ask your question. I know. My last oh, question. Yeah.
3: Went, um, you've been around music forever. Obviously. Yeah. What does it mean to you?
4: Uh, that's a hard question I don't know I guess it's a feeling You know Makes me feel type of way You know Certain songs make me happy Certain songs make me sad Certain songs will pick me up And be like an anxiety pill of Xanax (laughs) Some of them will make me want to rage Or punch somebody You know It just depends But you know
3: It's a feeling I like that That's an answer we've never had
4: Yeah yeah It's it's just a feeling for me That's why I appreciate it so much Because it makes me feel
3: Different Everything Everything Mm, Yeah. Yeah Yeah. Oh, I
4: like that. Oh. that is cool. I know. I love it. Yeah. yeah. I appreciate you guys of having me.
2: No, for no. sure. Well, let before we go, let's get into your mix and then we'll come back and say our goodbyes. This huh? is set time. <coughs>
1: Yeah, we're back. This is KPP uh, SE Times. <laughs> so you we're back. In, you came in hot. Back yeah, ago. came in hot, dude. Came in hot. It's a great mix, bro. Thank, Thank you. you. Appreciate it. Appreciate you coming in, taking in the time and this busy schedule of yours. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know you could have been home right. sleeping or being a couch potato. <laughs> being yeah. a
3: couch potato. Yeah. yeah, It's
4: cool. I like doing this, too. It's all my favorite.
3: So. Well, thank you. Uh, we look forward to your many more adventures yeah. and endeavors.
4: Yeah, I definitely want to come back. We'll chat some more about it.
3: Yeah, you we'll know. see you in a year.
4: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And awesome. see where I'm at. Yeah, we, we're, we're
1: going to start thinking about that as soon as we get to like a higher number. I think we're going to start like yeah, doing some interviewing. re-interviewing. Yeah, re-interviewing like, oh shit, we haven't seen you in like two years. Like, what's up?
4: What yeah. I want to come back, bring me back. We'll see where everything's at and feel like there's going to be a lot going on. So, I know.
2: Do you have oh, any new adventures that do you have planned plan coming up here? Besides uh, the locker one, do you have like... Oh, I
4: mean, like- honestly, a big focus once I kind of like get more time to myself is focusing on making music. Oh, okay. So wanna- I mean, it's the roots of why I got here. So okay. right now I have a few tracks coming out in the next month or so with After Tracks records and just really b- building After Tracks to be like the traveling brand that we can take across the world. So, you All know, right. that's when uh, everything else starts becoming a little more self-sustainable. I want to focus on that so all
2: right well good luck with that yeah. and hopefully uh you succeed you probably will because you see that everything you do yeah
1: people are gonna roll up and like whose show is this <laughs> oh you see that guy that's dj that's, that's his, his show, show.
3: Yeah. Okay. this is his show yeah.
1: appreciate that
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's like what adam right adam is yeah. the one who That'd created day trip yep Day yeah. Trip.
1: That's crazy yeah somebody told me that he was a disneyland dj yeah i think it was on that sunday nights that they would have at california adventures yeah I think no it was like, way yeah, yeah I, that's think cool. I think he was like we an had
3: opener many, we had many a good nights i think he was like an tron. opener shit
2: the, yeah, tron. the tron thing yeah, yeah. yeah we got to get movie movie. him on the show
1: Stevie oki was yeah. up there too right
3: oh, i don't know yeah
1: <laughs> yeah i remember seeing that yeah but.
3: okay if anybody wants to get a hold of you or your company
4: yeah uh obviously mark Sola. same as instagram and everything else online okay. um if you want to hit us up for the company Insight Productions. Any stage build, any designer experiences? That's Insight Productions. Insight Productions. I N Space S I T E Productions. Okay. And uh, yeah, if you want to go to a tight ass warehouse party in the middle of the night after tracks.
3: After track. Hit us up. And you have your camp coming up in September. Yep.
4: Camp trip. Yep.
3: Camp trip. Yeah.
4: So that's our big uh, desert party. Just follow me personally on Instagram, and I have all the pages linked there. All okay. right. You know, and you'll see whatever it is we're doing. You'll be your only fans. I got OnlyFans too. I'm right there.
3: (laughs) Promote everybody (laughs) again.
2: All right. Well, again, thank you for coming out. Thank you. This is Set
1: Times. Bye-bye.